So, yes, we're back. It's what, what, 10 o'clock? Mm -hmm. Yeah, about 10 o'clock. The only person in our family without her own personal podcast, Maddie, has joined us. <laughs> I'm probably not going to say much. No? I don't have a lot to say today. Okay. Yeah, me neither, unfortunately. Oh, good. So this is, <laughs> is going to be a Dave Solo thing? Then? I'll try. I'll try. I'll make an effort. It's just that... Mm. Camping does that to me. It makes you quiet? Yeah. Why is that? Well, it's the quiet of the place. It just. Okay. Okay. Does that to me. Alright. You know, I don't talk much when we're camping. You don't talk much when we're not camping. (laughs) Quiet. I'm a quiet person? I was being sarcastic. I was thinking, I was walking back from going pee, and uh, I was thinking the sunset was beautiful, because it's always beautiful here. And then I was trying to figure out, like, I wonder if that's, like, I get why personal attractiveness would be something that we would, would be built in, like, evolutionarily, but I wonder if a sense of beauty about a sunset is. Mm. Right. I always thought about that. Yeah? Yeah, like landscapes and stuff. Yeah. Like, just why anything else is pretty. Yeah. Now, I can see why, for example, flat land would be pretty because you could settle there, right? I could say that could be selected for. But why a sunset? Like, I doubt there's a culture that looks at that and goes, that's just disgusting. I can't get that like makes me want to vomit. Colors. But why would those colors be attractive? Colors of fire. Ah, see, you may have something new. That's good. This is what we call a just-so story in evolutionary psychology. <laughs> but yeah, that could be. Or just... It's also just, it's like everything's settling. Mm-hmm. It's calm. Okay. It's telling you to get around the fire like we're doing. Like people have been doing for, you know, since there's been people. Before there was people, right? Heidelbergensis at fire, I think. You know, so... This is very primeval, it seems to me. I'm serious. Primeval. Not that kind of evil. No, it's primeval. It's it's. Uh, primeval. Was... <laughs> well, that's obviously today's title. Um, no, it always it strikes me as it's like it's like you're communing with your. ancient side, you know? Does that make sense? As trucks go by. Do you not feel that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not just me. Because we're sitting around a fire, we've eaten. We have eaten tough cuts of meat that we stewed. <laughs> we killed ourselves. Well, indirectly. No, we I enjoyed meat. cooking today. That was fun. Yeah, tell, tell the people what you cooked. Oh, well, first you cooked breakfast, too. You also, that's right, you did all the cooking today, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, you cooked breakfast when I was trying to put the awning on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it only takes ten minutes once you've figured out how to do it after an hour. Yeah. 
<laughs> Next time it's going to take Every 10 minutes. Every time Dave no. says he's got it yeah. figured out. Every time. No, but this time I, I'm going to remember this time. And Maddie and I have a $790 bet. Not, I said 20 Yeah, and I raised it to seven to 850 I did not agree to such a thing. $1,000, my final offer. But now I know how to do it. I really you do, You know too. you remind me of when you say... Oh, I got it figured out. You remind me of the Papa Bear in the Berenstein Bears. Well, I think we should have some Sweetsy Cola. Sweetsy Cola. And sugar balls. <laughs> Get that fucking shit away. They're all stupid. They're all dumb in that show. Well, the dad's dumb. Like, really dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if that was reversed... It would be the most sexist show. People would be like protesting. The mother's annoying. And the mother's just an annoying. They're bitch. so preachy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who names their kids brother and sister? Well, bears. It, <laughs> it's you should be just impressed that they're bears that can talk and wear pants. But the thing is, is the other bears in the show have normal names. It's true, you know. You make an well, excellent brother. Point. Well, brother. Well, sister. Yeah. I don't want some Sweetsy Cola. I want some Sweetsy Cola now. When they stop watching TV and the father's like, I'm just going to go watch the hockey playoffs. He's just some asshole's dumb guy. <laughs> no, it's kind of, it's actually kind of sexist, right? It's, it's, it's the trope of the dumb father. You know, we, we, for years we had the, the stupid woman that couldn't do anything. And now it's the dumb guy. That's a thing too, right? Like you see it on TV. Dumb husband. Dumb husband. For the longest time, like in ads, it was like a woman wouldn't know how to get her whites whiter and her colors brighter, and then some man would do a voiceover and explain and mansplain it to her. Yeah. Or an incompetent husband. Yes. Like it's either a dumb one or oh, he never gets anything done. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, the garage door isn't fixed. Though. It's like the most cliche. Is the garage door? You said you'd fix it. Now that we have this remote. I was busy watching the hockey playoffs. <laughs> just like Olaf Jensen. Um, listeners that have been with us for a long time have heard Olaf Jensen on the podcast. Um, but I can't. It's hard to even think of a show. I mean, it's different. Simpsons is different because it's stupid satire. So I have no problem with that. Um, yeah, King of the Hill. We were talking about that on the way up. King of the Hill actually was the dumb. Dumb wife, smart husband who means well. She's dumb, but she's realistically dumb. <laughs> How do you mean realistically? She's not a stereotype dumb. She's like a person you know. Yes, yeah. that's the thing about King thinks, of the Hill. We were talking yeah. about this on the way up in the car. Yeah, like she's like they're like it's, they're actually pretty realistic characters. She's still independent. Yeah, and like just don't get her to speak Spanish. I had a little bit of a scare before coming here. We were shopping, and I dropped my keys. Speaking of incompetent wives. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm texting Dave, uh, full of mistakes. I lost my keys. I lost my key. (laughs) I can read the transcript on my phone. (laughs) Maddie has hers. What's the code for the car? Yeah, because our car has a touchscreen code to get in. And my keys were in the car. Mm-hmm. Maddie had her keys all tucked neatly with a little clip in her bag. Thank you, Swiss Army backpacks. Yeah. Okay, this is here it goes. Mm. This is me, I say, at the cash, because we're getting groceries to come up here. 
I Mogut have lost Moo Moo Keys. <laughs> I think that's I might have lost my keys. <laughs> I Mogut have lost Moo Moo Keys. Oh, shit, I say. What's the side? That's the code. I tell, you, I, I tell you the code. I'm not going to say it out loud. To get the car, Maddie has jerkied. You're so upset. And that's, I mean, I didn't, you know, I said, I said they can't be far. I'm at customer service. I will leave my name. Okay. In case they find them. Maddie has her keyed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she's in the car. Okay. I will look again in the women's. <laughs> I, I thought you might have meant the bathroom. I thought that you meant the bathroom. I thought you probably went to the bathroom. Okay. As soon as I get through the loin. Yes. Maybe I'll tell Maddie to go get you. Okay, whatever works. I, AI... I got them. <laughs> yes, you win. <laughs> Waiting outside. So that's the. <laughs> I mogut have forgot. I mogut have forgot. Mumu kid. I mogut have forgot. Mumu kid. Mumu kid. Who is Mumu kid? <laughs> but they were just on uh, a hook. Yeah. Yeah, you really guys were looking for bathing suits or something at Walmart, yeah. and they, they fell on a... I kept looking everywhere, and then I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to try to retrace her. Yeah. Where, what did she buy? What did she get? So I went to the rack. Oh, and by the way, the bathing, bathing suits were horrid, right? There was, like, yeah, there was one, one that nice we one. liked. Yeah. The top. Yeah. Not even the bottoms. No. What well, I, I still bought some bottoms. They were okay. What were the bottoms? Like a big dress? <laughs> Some of them yes. were like that. <laughs> and then there were a bunch of them just that said Corona all over them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Probably Corona. unlicensed as well. Maybe, we maybe liked that North one Korea. until we saw Corona on, on the it. butt. Yeah. <laughs> like the design was really nice. Yeah, it was That's what they call you a Corona ass, right, Betty? I don't want to be an advertisement. Especially on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> it seems a little bit too much as well. And it's on the boob. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, they know where people are looking. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sad, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Who would yeah. ever buy Sweetsy it? Cola. I want to be If it said Sweetsy Cola, would you buy it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And sugar and sugar balls sugar on your balls. ass. Sugar balls. No, that's weird. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not good. <laughs> on a, no, but on a, on a man's bathing suit in the front, sugar balls. <laughs> Ew. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> What? Did you say? I forget. I'm not even going to say what I thought you said. But anyway. But yeah, so that was that. And I forgot the tagine pot, but we made it in. You made it, I shouldn't say. I should say. Uh, though Maddie and I tended it. Which just meant stirring it Stirring it, making sure it wasn't... Tasting it. Yeah, tasting it, making sure it tasted it, and keep going, this is going to be great. Uh, with... Uh, regular pot which we had which was fine easier to clean probably too so it was cold a little bit when we got in was it crisp uh, yesterday it was, oh it was man kind of cold during the night but with the heating pad yeah we have maddie and i were i forgot we had good. i forgot we had the heat the heated bed option we got mm-hmm. all kinds of shit in our trailer and then we got heated beds but i forgot that we had them so john and i were freezing all night but uh yeah, it probably went down to four degrees last night. I bet, or five, max. Yeah. Because when I was out, when I went out to go pee at one point, I could see my breath. Mm. 
Yeah. And I can see the steam rising from my baby. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I just thought I'd share that with you. The, the stars were great, though. It was either stars or it was yeah, pea, pea you crystals. Can see, you can see the Great Dipper right there, like super bright. I can't, but I believe you. Not now. But... Oh, okay. So you can see that now? Because I can't see no. it. Like, like blue, well, the sun's still setting. Well, it's set, but it's still making light for us. I don't know. And uh, looking out over Lake Superior here. I think it's the brightest I've, I've seen the stars in a long time. It was last here. night. Yeah, it was unreal. In fact, when John came out to go, uh, he had to go to the Tropea at about 4 o'clock, 3.30. And he said uh, he wanted me to come with him. And I said, just go outside and go piss on a tree. And then I said, I'll come with you. And I went out and when he went to go in. I said, stop for a second. Come here. Well, I said, look up. Look at the stars. And we just looked at them for 30 seconds, two of us. And then it was like, we're getting really cold. And we went in, but it was pretty cool. I didn't even get to see them last night. Yeah, you said you didn't even have to get up to go pee once. No. Only six times. But yeah, it was. it's really incredible. It, uh... Because it's clear, I think it's going to be good tonight too. It's going to be really good tonight. Um, maybe we'll see some fireflies too, like I did last year. I mean, here you almost get the feeling that this is your spot, like your camp and your place, because yeah, you don't see that many people. And the people and are all, and the people you do see are actually almost all to a person friendly and quiet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. And the campsites are far enough apart that we can talk at a volume like this and I don't think anybody can hear us on either side. Because mm. that other camper there, how far away is that trailer probably about? Christ. 40 meters? 30? Mm -hmm. Same the other way. So I mean like, far enough away. Mm. And they're big luxury uh, Borg-like uh, devices. So, probably insulated walls and they're playing Xbox 360. <laughs> I doubted that somehow. Hmm. And of course, it's also the middle of the week, so there's nobody here. Right? I've seen very few kids, because school's still on. I've seen a couple. I've seen four kids. Okay, I saw two little Francophone kids at the, yep. at the bathroom. Welcome back. That's about it. You know. Um, you could tell they were French kids, because they had the braids on, and they were in a hoop, and they were moving. No, they... <laughs> they were eating poutine. I heard them. And they just walked yeah, by. they just walked by. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, you're right. You get the feeling like this is almost like it's yours. Mm. Unlike a lot of other places where you got a little thing the size of our front lawn. You know, even like this is this is the provincial park with the biggest campsites I've ever seen. I've One thing I have to do is buy better apps or get better apps because. I don't. I play Boggle. Oh yeah, you play Boggle on your on your phone or your iPad, yeah. Yeah. A lot of apps need the internet to work. Too. A lot of them do. <clears throat> um. Tier, tier. And also the apps. I like like for language learning. They have just like one or two things open, and then the rest you have to pay for it, yep. and that's yeah. annoying. It's the, yeah, yeah. The, what they call the freemium model. Mm. Or you can get the content, but you have to be study the thing on the language for like 300 years, and it allows it opens it up like it does in certain games, right? Mm. 
Like, you don't need to pay for anything in Candy Crush, but people do. Candy Crush, you don't need the internet? No. You don't, the 2048, you don't. Uh, I don't play a lot of games, I watch video. Yeah, and I, I downloaded the DLC, but I didn't know how to... I'll show you when we get on. ...how to get a video, you know... Yeah, off you, Netflix or whatever. Well, you can't get a video off Netflix. Well, off something. You have to, I'll sh I have to show you how to, how to steal things off the internet. <laughs> well, oh, there's stuff well. on our server. Like, but, let's say the ONF. Those are free, usually. Oh, yeah, what are those? At the uh, like oh, the National National film, board. film Board. I don't know. Do they let you download them? I don't know if you can download them. I know you can stream them. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if you can download them. But there is stuff you can download, obviously. And then um, you drag and drop it in iTunes. It's actually pretty simple. I'll show you when we get But uh, and it's great DLC. It's just super. Or, uh, you can uh, buy TV shows or movies on buy, iTunes before you I leave. I could buy some, and <clears throat> that's fine. John has Wreck-It Ralph, but he because uh, he has the digital copy of that. Mm-hmm. He's downloaded that. Like even in a, in an airplane, you can watch yes. stuff. Well, in Air Canada now, you watch. Excuse me, Air Canada Rouge. You uh, with your iPad, you hook up to their server, and you have to pay five dollars, and then you can watch shitty TV shows. Mm. Or you can bring your own content. I download a lot of podcasts before I leave too. Mm -hmm. So when I go for a walk later, or even on the way to the bathroom or whatever, I, I uh, listen to podcasts, so uh, I do that. Well, I did a lot of uh, sketches, mm -hmm. especially of Maddie. No, she's quite the uh, model. And uh, I'm doing ten sketches a day. Right, because that artist said you needed to do more sketching. Because he looked at a painting of yours and said you need to draw more. Because he's a freak and he's a liar. <laughs> you're, you're, you're always on my side. That's so cute. <laughs> it's not cute. He's being, it's, like, it's like looking at your feet saying, you know, you probably should do... You should, you should probably learn how to snap your fingers better. Uh, what? They're unrelated. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can see by the way that you're drawing that you aren't eating enough fiber. Yeah, like fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it doesn't matter. I do have to if you, draw every that's day. That's a different thing. If you that's, want to draw, that's great. That's but the important. fact that it's that, that some artist I have to become better. I have to improve myself. I have to work really hard. To do it. That's that's fine, and that's all good stuff. And I have no issue with you drawing. I have an issue with somebody, with the reason some guy just says. It, it reminded me of Seinfeld, when 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 George is getting, uh, when he thinks he has a heart attack, mm -hmm. and he doesn't. But he goes to instead of going to the doctor, he goes to Kramer's friend, the holistic healer. He, he just looks at him. And he says, "You're eating too much dairy." And he said, uh, and he goes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thor <coughs> Barnson, I think, was his name. Well, I thought he was in prison. No, he got out. I, it made me realize, though, it made me 
um, think about what I want to do and really I'm I'm the best I'm the happiest painting and that's good <clears throat> so you know it uh, made me think about more what I want to do and sure. painting is definitely what I like to do it's not <clears throat> that um, I guess painting is a little bit passé because of all the various con conceptual art that's out mean? there. I don't understand. Because it's not straight it's, up painting is because it's not making dice that say I'm sorry on them, <laughs> or it's not it's it's not putting a, a TV monitor that has pictures of people. I don't know. Well, taking a piss. It's, it's very traditional, and people today do so much more. They do, like, if you look at Agonitha Dick, she, she takes bees and bees... <laughs> bees she takes uh, bees. Bees create wax yes. around pieces of uh, sport, sport. So she's not even doing the art, it's the bees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the first and thing. she's pickled buttons, too. Wait, wait, wait. She, she bought um, a button a store with her husband, and there were millions and zillions of buttons. So she's got a lot of and disposable income. And she put them then. in jars, and she pickled them. But they're not pickled. Is and she also... No. I'm going to start stir-frying thread, then. she um, shrunk sweaters and tubes. It's not art. It's just... <laughs> and she crochets... Uh, really interesting shapes. She crochets all her friends. Like sculptures. <laughs> and, You're sure uh, she just isn't a good crocheter? She just makes these big blobs and goes, well, <laughs> She shrinks them too, I think, oh, because they're yeah. very tight. Yeah, that's... So she can use a dryer? She's really interesting, Dave. <laughs> oh, yeah, she sounds great. Um, she, she is. So she's the reason like the bee her. population's going down then, right? It's no, her. No, she's... Um, she's country. She she she. Uh, no no. She helps. She helps the bee. She gives them jobs. Bee problems. She's no. helping the bee unemployment problem. <laughs> hey bees, come here. She helps them uh, dress up for interviews. That's right. <laughs> gives them hats and suitcases. Oh yeah. <laughs> A good suit of clothes. <laughs> hats and suitcases. Oh, like they just got out of prison in the twenties. That's what I was imagining. For some reason. Helping bees, I don't know why. Helping bees to help themselves. <laughs> you know, you teach a bee to sting. <laughs> you can lead a bee to a flower. But you can't make it gather moss. Wait, what? <laughs> you can roll a bee down a hill, but it'll but probably you, sting it, you. It. <laughs> Idle bee is the devil's workshop. <laughs> You know what they say? That's the bee's knees. I knew I was waiting for and bees' knees. And they got knees. six of them. <laughs> twenty-three skidoo, or twenty? Was it twenty-three skidoo? Twenty-two skidoo? I don't know. See if we had the internet, I'd Google it just to be sure. I think it's twenty twenty-three skidoo. Yeah, I think so. Weird expression. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I'm glad you do. Like the stuff you do, I think is amazing. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a traditional painter, but 
I won't I won't be painting moose. No, but that's and it, loons. No, that's fine. And that's not your thing and that's great. You do what you want to do. Mm. You know, there's no reason to do stuff that Many get in water? Yeah. Yeah, there's a water tap about 20 meters from your site, which is great. This wood smells good, eh? It is good. I don't know what that is. We're burning there. It's hardwood of some sort. It's a kind of birch. It's probably birch. I think it is because of the bark. Mm. Yeah. Helping bees to help themselves since 1927. It's Agnes Nagnan. What's her name again? Agnetha. Dick. Wait a second. D-Y-C-K. Agonitha? Yeah. She made that up. No, that's, that's her name. She's It's a Battlestar she's Galactica. Mennonite. She's a Mennonite. Or a character in Game of Thrones. Agonitha sounds like a there Game of no Thrones. There are no Agonithas. It sounds like a kind of thing, though. Um, and, uh, okay. It's a wild name, if anything. There's, there's um, an exhibit... Uh, at uh, the Xinguak Residential School Center. The university, yeah. Uh, in Sonoriyu, something like that. Okay. Um, it's a Canadian, a Japanese Canadian woman who runs a lot, and okay. she she ran across the country, and hmm. she does. Um, little sketches and poems about native people. She draws sketches or she like writes comedy bits? She, she I'm not trying draws, to be sarcastic. I'm she draws sketches okay. all along her running. Oh, okay, I see. I see. Okay. She records herself, I think, talking. Podcast? And mm -hmm. she writes poetry. Huh. And it's all about the land and... The relationship of people with the land and okay but it's is it good it's all like very fragmented and little um, snippets and there's um, an, a mannequin with her clothes on it like her running clothes okay and it's part of the exhibit I understand and, and, um, her poetry is very uh, Stream of consciousness, um, postmodern. Wellington. Sort of. Yeah, like that. Okay. Um, Is it any good? It's well, it's all a matter of perspective. If if that's what cranks your style, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then it's good. But I don't find it especially compelling. No. No. Sounds um, like. So, you see this exhibit. I haven't been blown away by much art lately. I sure. don't know what no, it a, is. Well, it's probably because you've got more of a critical eye. It doesn't eye. make me... There was one, one piece that really, really captivated me okay. in um, the Quebec City. Right. But, um, in one of the rooms, uh, one of the modern rooms, okay. and it's a uh, it's a big machine that yeah. spins in the middle, okay. and there are like spools of thread, yeah. and 
there was music made by this guy who watched the buildings around the factory that um, this this is all about clothes making factory in Montreal okay huh. that's different and he he looked at the skyline and the buildings and he attached notes to it and that made music and that music is playing and controlling the spinning of the oh, that's of the kinda... central spool <clears throat> and it's all white threads and oh. it makes like almost huh. like it's a cocoon and okay. it's very intricate and beautifully built. It sounds and pretty it's, intricate. Isn't it? It's almost like a prayer wheel or something, and it's okay. so quiet, and it just kind of quietly moves. Nice. And it's, I watched that for, you know, 20 minutes. I was that taken by neat. it. Last thing I saw that I think was really awesome was when we saw Chiluli. Chilili. Oh, oh, yeah. Chilalo. That was cool. Chilio. Yeah. Chilowak. He has a huge uh, place to make these, and he's rich, so he's he can afford these now, is huge. Now, he, he rich before he was making this cool glass yeah, art? Yeah, I think he was okay, so he, already. Because I don't think he get rich making glass art. I'm not sure if, <laughs> if he inherited it's... money or what, okay. but um, it's pretty good. This doesn't like take away what he, he no, no, does, no, but, but it, it gives him a leg up. You know, it's like it's like uh, whatever you take advantage. Of. If you if you don't have any skills, it's just not going to matter. You know, but it helps when you get a little advantage, whatever the advantage is. My brother learned to be a record producer when he was fourteen because his dad owned a music store and he could bring home gear for him. Mm-hmm. It helps, right? Mm-hmm. What the hell? But if my brother couldn't wasn't a musician, had no talent, he couldn't do it. If Chiluli didn't know how to, or didn't, wasn't any good at this glass stuff he does, it wouldn't matter that he had a bunch of coin. And I love my professor's art. Uh, Tom's, Tom's. Tom's stuff I really like. I haven't seen enough of Noni's stuff to have an opinion on it. I'm Noni's sure it's good because I like is, Noni. It's, so. oh, it's so good. What kind of stuff she it's do? It's so cool. She, well, the... I haven't seen her new stuff because she's been very kind of protective of she she doesn't let people in her studio. That's fine. Yeah, I got that. I, I saw a little bit of it one day. She paints. She draws. She sculpts. Like, she, I don't even know what she does. She's mostly uh, she loves to draw and she loves to do pastel drawings. And okay. it's reflection of wa- uh, the sun on the water, and she uses different colors like yellows and reds and blues huh, okay. to make the reflected yeah. I'd like to sun see she's done. on her water, which is amazing. And uh, she's done a lot of uh, water bubbling in black and white, and birds, that, that lots of familiar. birds in Yukon. Yeah. Has she, has she done anything with happy, happy trees and she has a big afro and a beard? <laughs> That's, uh, what's his I name? I forget, but he was great. Todd? No. Uh, what was his name again? John Ross. Tosh. Ross. Bob. Ro- Rob. Bob. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Is it Bob yeah, Ross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you can make some happy trees. You can find videos of his on YouTube. Oh, yeah, and he has a whole line of um, products at uh, Michael's. You can buy oh, really? his kits. Well, he's dead. His painting kits. I think and he's dead, eh? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bob Ross. There was a there was a at five thirty eight that website I like to read the, the, the sort of analytic news kind of journalism. You know, like it had Nate Silver's there does the election predictions and sports stuff. They they did analysis of all of the things Bob Ross said, and the most common thing he said was happy dreams. <laughs> he also hardly ever drew what was it? Hardly ever painted anything that had people in it. Yeah. Well, it was mostly nature, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mountains, lakes, trees. It was impressive, though, that he could do it, and, like, you'd watch it, and you'd go, so, in 15 minutes, you've done a painting. Yeah, like, he'd, if you watch him, it's just he does a stroke, and it's like, oh, that's a tree. But he tells you how to do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'll try. Well, mine just looks like a big blob. That's exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. That's how art class was for me when I was a kid. Like, I, t- I didn't take art in high school, but I took it in elementary school. And the teacher would give you techniques, and I'd try them, and they didn't work. And it wasn't because I can't see well. I'm not going to fall back on that. <clears throat> like, they, she'd put a a bottle in front of the room and say, here's how you draw a bottle. I, I remember this thing. So this is how you would draw something like this. This, and there it was. And you could just, everybody else said, I got it, yeah. <clears throat> More or less, and I was like, I don't know, I can't. The only thing I could do, perspective, do you remember learning what perspective you need to That's, that's exactly what I was thinking That about. was neat. That's easy, because you use rulers. Yeah. Yeah. There was a formula. Yeah. I, could, I could deal with that. There were charts and graphs. Um, no, and he taught us perspective, and she said, okay, uh, we're going to do... We're gonna do this because it's part of the of any drawing class, but it's not what I like to do. Yeah, that's fair enough, but it's, I think she's probably saying this it's is something like you should know how to do. Teaching us the color wheel, he says we have to do this, but I don't really, you know, this isn't my thing. Right. You hated doing that. Oh man, Remember? it's just so long. <clears throat> You had to be meticulous, and I'm not... One day you will have a show... The lowest mark I've ever got was on that. One day you will have a show at the Grenfell College Art Gallery. That would be awesome. Maybe. (laughs) That would be neat. Back when we used to be... If I keep at it, I'm going to be like a late bloomer in art, you know? Like, I'll just keep at it, and... uh, Who knows where I'll go, but... Painting is definitely going to be a part of it. Yeah. No, you're, you're good at it. Yeah, I'm pretty good at painting. There's also when you make sculptures out of my oh. socks. Yeah. That's good. I like those sculptures. Where are my, sock, my old socks go? Well, I turned them into sculptures. <laughs> what? Now whenever I'm missing like a pair of underwear, I figure that's probably down in her studio. <laughs> yeah, they lacquered. still be your underwear. <laughs> <clears throat> Where'd that shirt go I like? Oh, I put it on a skeleton. I don't know what that, why that would be. Well, I've taken some bees and trained them to put wax all over it. <laughs> she did that in uh, the 80s. It's so funny. And she's still at it. She's still doing stuff. You know. Like, that's... Her stuff has been going... Has been showing... Yeah, yeah. For... 30 years. The same stuff. Right. No. 
I remember giving a talk at the art gallery in Newfoundland. Remember they had that symposium about color? Mm-hmm. And I, I gave a talk on the uh, the effects of evolu- of color on evolution of the evolution of behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Mm. <clears throat> it was called Color, Evolution, and Behavior. Neat. And uh, I talked about monarch butterflies and viceroy butterflies, and I talked about hypothalamism. guppies, all the stuff that I've talked about in classes, right? I don't know what, who asked me to do it? What was her name, the woman in Newfoundland that ran the art gallery for a while? Yeah, I forgot her I name. I forgot her name. She really liked me. Yeah. And she was nice. She was really nice, yeah. I can't remember her name, I like, guess. That's horrible. And I remember, remember... I have a sea in my head. Like... It's a lake. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. I forget her name. Jerry, really, Carly. Something like that. Something Benny. like that. And uh, yeah, she was the art gallery director there. And she. Not Cindy. Wasn't Cindy, but it's something like that. But I remember giving that talk, and I remember remember Barb Hunt, mm-hmm. one of the art profs there, and her husband Jerry. Mm-hmm. Remember Jerry, the guy that had the bad legs. He was really good with computers, helped me set up our wireless yeah. system. Yeah. <clears throat> he talked about that forever. Mm. He talked about it forever. He just loved that talk. Yeah, that's I still fun. Get e- I still get emails from him, actually. It's now, fun Jerry, Jerry Boyle? Jerry Doyle? Not Jerry Doyle. Jerry Doyle was Michael Garibaldi in that one. But, um, we but like it, to know, like, I know the artists are very curious about things about biology, about cells, about the environment. They just don't want to do the science of it, but, <laughs> but they're interested in it. They're interested oh, in animals cool. and how they, what they do. And right. Well, the, if they were, if, and this, this isn't meant to be a smart-ass thing, if they were interested in how it worked and all that stuff, they'd be doing that. Yeah, right. but they're still but they're interested. fascinated no, 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 by it. Sure. Just yeah, like might. you might enjoy some art, too, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that one should only uh, be... Uh, but you should like keep your interests only on the things that you have training in. I think that's foolish. Right? You know? Um, that's, that just makes you a limited person. But... You can certainly be an enthusiast about something. You know, like Jim Dupree. He's an enthusiast. Jim Dupree, mustard enthusiast. Chip enthusiast. If I get... I could do portraits. If I get really good at it, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping I can do portraits of people. Right. And uh, have a website and... You could do caricatures of people at downtown. Not caricatures, Big head, little body. (laughs) But... People are are fascinating. Yeah. I like to do people. I like people with bastards. No, that'd be cool. There's all kinds of things, you know? I mean you're very talented. And I like I like the fun of art and making interesting things. Fun things. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I can make one day I can make big installations with a big
big shapes. <clears throat> and trained bees? Big shapes like they'll the paint for you. White stuff. Bees with paint. You can go in. There you go. You can combine. Big funny shapes. Uh, Maddie's got That'd it. Be fun. Maddie's got it figured out. We combine our interest, you know, in psychology and animal behavior and all that kind of stuff. And you're interested in art, and we're going to train bees to paint for you. Well, actually, <laughs> honestly, you could put paint on the ends of their feet when they're dancing. I'm sure someone's done that. But I'm sure someone's done that. I wouldn't do that. I couldn't do that. People have painted bees. Mike Boisvert has painted bees. Because you have to mark them. Mm -hmm. So you put them in the freezer, and then you take them out, and you get like a little spyglass on, and you use a nail polish. They one, two, and then three. they just defrost and they're fine. Yeah. Well, you put them in there. You'll freeze them. You put them in there for like yeah to cool them down five minutes so they don't move, and then you just you, you paint numbers on them. And if they die, it doesn't matter because they're invertebrates and nobody cares, because <laughs> that's how the animal care thing works. Is Crazy is that unless they're octopuses. Octopuses are magical or something, so you have to be really nice to them. They are magical. You like octopuses? Yeah. Yeah. They're weird. They are kind of weird. Took me out a little, in a good way. <laughs> they're also they pretty. Have beaks. You know how to cook them? They're delicious. They do have beaks. That's right. And they have compound eyes. Yes. And a big honking. Brain. And a big brain. And Birds. ink sex. Yep. You ever had ink? You ever eaten ink? No. Like squidding pasta? No. It's good. Just black pasta with a tiny fish undertone. It's not really that great, but it's kind of cool when you're out with people that don't really want food. Lay out the squidding pasta and your pasta comes in black. What are you eating, squidding pasta? You've ever had this before? What are you, a loser? Do octopuses have, they have big brains, but they don't have yeah. a nervous system. They have a nervous well, system. Well, they must, yes. Yeah. But they don't have no spine. spine. No spine. But then do they have pain? Almost certainly, yeah. Most, most animals do. I mean, it's a matter of, you know, like a... Because how are they going to learn that something's unpleasant and to avoid it? Right? What about bees? I don't know enough about bees to tell you. I think that it probably hurts bees when you pull one of their legs off or something. But bees aren't, you know. Wooden Chang would tell you that pound for pound is the most complicated, cognitively complicated animal in all of creation. And that's probably what he'd say. Or the universe or something like that. I don't pain. I, I don't know. I mean, when you say pain, the other problem is it's subjectively. You think of what it feels like for you and me, and is it the same thing for them? Probably not. No, probably. Right? Not. It's probably not the same thing for a, a fish as it yeah. is for you and me. You know, mammal. You can probably make a pretty good guess because yeah, we're mammals. Mammal. Probably same thing with a bird. You know, fucking dinosaurs. I love that birds are dinosaurs. Don't you think that's awesome, Isabel? Mm -hmm. You know they've been reclassified as a member of that family, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when you look <clears throat> at their bodies, oh, they're, they're dinosaurs. All, like, scaly and oh yeah, 
Like, you have to see if they have fat on them. You can see their fat. I said something that weird. Oh, it's right underneath the skin. Yeah. yeah. It's yellow. Yep. And delicious. <laughs> oh no, they're they're dinosaurs. Like they're like, just look at their feet. The feet are a dead giveaway. If uh, you blow away their feathers, don't you look at them? Yeah. Yeah. And of course, a lot of dinosaurs had feathers. Science has totally wrecked that for everybody. T-Rex had feathers. I saw a funny cartoon the other day. Internet, like, I don't know, who did it? T-Rex takes a selfie. <laughs> but it just kept being a picture of his chest. Well, yeah. Little hands. Yeah. Kept looking at it. <laughs> so he does this, T-Rex takes a selfie. And all it is is this T-Rex looking at a phone and it's all this, just this colored green. And he's going... I don't know what's going wrong. <laughs> T-Rex is dumb. But he had feathers. I see, I'll never think of it as having feathers. No. When well, I imagine one in my head, I will never think. Well, it's like Velociraptor, right? Because of the movie uh, Jurassic Park, you think of Velociraptors being as tall as a man. It's the size of a fucking turkey. <laughs> it's still nasty. Yeah, but they, they wouldn't be able to catch you. You could outrun one. Think so? Oh yeah, sure. Your legs are longer. Your legs are this long. But a pack of velociraptors. Yeah. What about a what about a flamethrower? You heard the you know the one dinosaur with the big long. It has this thing. Like I don't know how to describe it. It's got a long thing and it makes a noise. Well, how do we know it makes a noise? Oh, is it going to? Like it, it's like a, it's on its nose and it goes up. Oh, uh, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of got like a beak. Not obviously. triceratops, but it's not triceratops. no, no. But it, it's it's one that always reminds me of that. I know which, I know which one you mean. Yeah, yeah. They actually found out that that thing they didn't know what it was, like that horn on their head. Mm -hmm. They thought maybe it was for airflow or sure. But they found out that, and it, I can't even remember the explanation. But that it was probably for making like sounds. Nice. Like, um, and they were actually able to recreate what it would sound like. That's awesome. We, we yeah, Jen showed us in. What's it sound like? Oh, it sounds like a dinosaur. It sounds like what you think a dinosaur call. <laughs> that's great. I love it. I, it's, it's like a. I think everybody listening probably can figure that out too. Like that's. You great. could you could look it up on YouTube. Like Jen showed us in evolution. Okay. It was awesome. It's probably the coolest thing I learned in that class. Nice. And it, it made sense. Like, they explained everything. Like, just like, wow. So it's probably for making calls or song or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because they're birds. Yeah. I think Jen posted something about how... Um, By the way, it's Jen Foote. She's a biologist at the university, for those of you listening in. Bird, <clears throat> bird songs are the origin, origin of language. They have some similarities. I don't think anybody says they're the origin, but... That's how we got, like, we got to our language. That's like, probably not true. But there are a lot of commonalities. Because our common ancestors so far back, right? Between dinosaurs and, and us. That, but you're right, there's a lot of commonalities. Right? Maddie's the bird song expert, not you or I. I'm not an expert. And no more than me, probably. I'm a journeyman. A journeyman. Bird song's cool. It's neat. 
It's neat. We don't, yeah, I'm not even doing songs. You're doing calls, right? Calls. calls. No, Bird's song's awesome. Jen's awesome, too. Yeah, she is. She's wonderful. We have melodies in our speaking. True enough. Some languages have that in the language, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You go up or go down, it changes the meaning of the word. Yeah. Imagine learning a language like that. If you say book, well, that's a book. When you go book, it means, that means a turd. <laughs> yeah, but like questions and statements have different intonations. Yeah, but they don't mean different words. No, but they have different meaning. And yeah. bird songs have vowels and consonants in, in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it's complicated communication, bird song. Yeah. And, you know, at one point, we weren't making words. We were probably making songs and sounds. Yeah, the, 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 what people say right now is that it probably grew out of um, gestures. We probably did gestures first, which explains why when people learn sign language as their native tongue, that you, the same part of their brain lights up, their Broca's area um, lights up uh, when they're doing signing. Mm-hmm. So it probably came from, you know, somebody pointing to the fire and going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hard to tell because we weren't there. Well, of course, yeah. Well, until my time machine's complete, but now I've said too much. Um, but that's the best. The best. That's the best guess I've seen. But it comes from goes along with gestures, right? In some languages, <coughs> um, this is like this the, is part of the, the bushman language. of the Kalahari, yeah. Uh, and whistles. Whistles. And there's an island somewhere with whistles. Oh, that's great. I remember learning that in my intro cycle book. But it was only there, like... That, that, that's like... <laughs> Dave no, does that it's, on a it's, it's regular like, basis. It's like talking to Vince Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think that uh, you got two weeks. It's not a spoiler anymore. <clears throat> That'd be great. You know, whistles or, like... There should be a language where sometimes, like, just snapping your fingers once is part of a word. So, uh, and... Or just, like, lifting your left leg. Probably not that that'd be a bit much. Well, we have gestures that mean things. Yeah, of course. So. And they are, which is interesting, because gestures are culturally driven, right? Facial expressions, no. Yeah. But gestures are very much so. Because, like, thumbs up in Brazil is the same as giving somebody the finger. I always found it cool that, like... Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. So when Richard Nixon landed as a class... This story I hear... I mean, intro psych, and I teach, but I teach intro. When Richard Nixon went to uh, Brazil, like, 1969, as a, a state visit, he got out of the plane and he gave the thumbs up, and it was oh like he was telling the whole country to go I fuck themselves. Oh, no. I hope Agnes knows that, because I go like this a lot no, in class. She, she, she would know that because she's... See, it's, it's also a different time. They would know what our gestures meant. She probably goes... <laughs> to herself though it's like how there's a part of Greece and a part of India is it, part of, is it southern Greece or northern Greece where shaking your head to the left and right means yes and up and down means no but the rest of Europe is like we are you know do it the right way you mean oh, oh okay yeah okay yeah yes yes no <laughs> Thank you.
but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> so yeah, gestures and, and uh, uh, that that's that's culturally driven facial expressions, right? Like on that TV show, Lie to Me, which is all based on Ekman's work. Is it micro expressions? Yeah. Those are real. Yeah. 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 No, that show actually, except for the fact that you could. Like you could turn it into some giant multi-million-dollar investigation company. Yeah. Um, the psychology in it's very good, actually. It's really quite good. The, the few I saw, you watched. You watched all that, didn't you, on Netflix? I did. Yeah, it was pretty good. And it was the same. You can't see micro expressions. No, but he. Well, they said he could. Ah. Uh, yeah. And then they'd film people. And, well, you can film people and look. Yeah. Then they did a lot. I find that interesting. That's neat. Well, it's okay. You can't fake a smile. Yeah. Right. Um, which kids learn, right? You see kids early on getting their pictures taken. But they, they can't just, they, they can't do a fake smile. Right? Like John or like me. You see old pictures of me. I have this horrible fake smile. It looks like this. It's as bad as John's except it might have teeth. Now John has that expression, I think I like to call it the douchebag expression, where he's pointing his fingers like this at you. He also... <laughs> yeah. Bends. There's a bend. And he puts his feet together. I know, it's like he's got this, it's like, I don't know where he learned it. Go animate. Oh, right. That's where he told us, that's right, from Go animate. <laughs> it's been nice not hearing those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has one still queued up somehow on his iPad. I heard it this morning at about 6. He's in charge now. Oh my god. It's blue storage. I'm falling asleep. You're falling asleep. Well, that probably means we should probably pack this episode in. Then. It's mm-hmm. about 54 minutes anyway. Just check yeah. the time. So thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to send us a comment at broken-ray.com, that would be nice. Nice. <laughs> you could uh, find Isabelle on Twitter at Mimi Petitpois. You can find Maddie at, what's yours? Merb. Merb. Brim. Merb Brim. M-I-R-B-B-R-I-M. So at Merb Brim. You can find me at the Broadbeck. And, of course, you can also find me in a couple of weeks at the Marshall McLuhan Podcaster Roundtable uh, in uh, Hamilton. And on that note, we will see you again soon or later. I'm not sure which. Goodbye. Bye, humans. Bye.